Hello, and this is Bones. Welcome back to the Boneyard, episode two of season two. Um, as I had said in my tweets, I am switching it up the topic um, for the rest of the rest of season two. I'm actually going back to NBA talk, most most specifically um, the West and you know the West playoff teams. And I'm accompanied by young Brennan and young Hank. And I'm going to first off just start by asking them a couple questions. Um, We'll start off with Hank. You're a jazz fan. Yes, sir. What do how do you think that the jazz will end up? And how do you think their season will end if they don't get it? to the finals so what I like about this Jazz team is they've gone through some rough stretches but like previous teams like they just they keep like they keep fighting now they don't have a lot of quit in them and I've seen that from a lot of Utah teams um, honestly I think how the season ends is if we match it with the teams like that just like they can beat us whenever you know history shows that the Rockets have our number right now but um there's, I think the Lakers are the only team that's beaten us every game we've played against them. So we're capable of beating any team. It's just like we're, this depends on which Jazz team shows up for, for that night. Very good, very good. And where do you see them um, ending this season? Like the regular season, where, where do you see them? Like four seed, three seed? Well, right now the rankings are just so tight. And after tonight's um, games, they're even tighter with the Nuggets losing to the Lakers. So I think spots two through five are like a there's a game difference of like five games. I think so. If it keeps this tight, we could end up anywhere from the two seed to like the six seed. It's just really a toss up right now in the West. What team do you think you would not want to match up against in the you know in the playoffs? Um, in a seven game series, I would. The two teams I'd want to stay away from is the Clippers. Well, scratch that. The Lakers and the Rockets right now. I think we're capable of beating the Clippers. We've we're two and one against them, and the two one the one of the wins was when they had Kawhi and Paul George, and you know, history shows we know how to shut down Paul George in the playoffs. So, I think if we stay away from the Lakers and the Rockets until the later rounds, we'll be good. All right, now up for Brennan. I know you're not much of a Jazz fan either, but where do you think these these this year's Jazz could end up? Well, I think this Jazz this year's Jazz team is they're pretty solid. I think they are probably the best Jazz team I've seen in the last five to ten years. Um, I don't know. I think I think they're personally probably the fourth best, the third best team in the West. I'd put I'd go. In my personal opinion, Clippers, Lakers, Jazz, and I know the Nuggets have the I think the two spot right now I believe, but honestly I don't think the I'm not very impressed with the Nuggets. I mean they have a lot of depth, but I think the Jazz, when they added Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench, was a big pickup for them. Um, and then obviously they got Mike Conley and uh, Donovan Mitchell and Bojan and Rudy Gobert. That's a that's a it's a solid team. And I don't know, they'd be hard to beat in the playoffs. And I do like their coach, Quinn Snyder. He's from around this area, I believe. And 
I mean, he's he's proven in the playoffs that he knows how to shut star players down. As Hank pointed out, they shut down Paul George, and they know how to win games. But at the end of the day, do I, I don't think the Jazz are going to make a big playoff push this year because, like I said, I think the two beasts in the West are the Lakers and the Clippers. And I know Hank's, Hank thinks that the Clippers can – I mean, the Jazz can beat the Clippers, but – in my personal opinion, uh, playoff Kawhi is like a playoff LeBron. I mean, he just—he's just a different animal, a different beast. Or as Kobe Bryant once said, he's the—it's a different animal but the same beast. So, I mean, that's—that's that's what I think. I think, yeah, I, I believe the Jazz are—they have a chance, but they're, they're going to have to make some plays to make a run at it this year. So, you think the Jazz will finish the regular season with a better record than the Nuggets and the Rockets? I I don't know. I think I mean I think they'll end up they they won't finish with a better record than the Nuggets because I think the Nuggets are I mean they're two right now and I think they'll hold on to the second or third spot. Um I don't know where the Rockets are right now. I believe they're fifth right behind the Jazz. And I mean I think they have a chance to I think the Rockets have a chance to make a push, but I did not like their trade that when they traded Clint Capella. I think that you know made him a little bit worse. But I think if they can figure out how to play small ball, and especially with Mike D'Antonio's system, D'Antoni's system, if they can hit threes and you know do what he wants, then I think they'll be successful. But I don't think D'Antoni D'Antoni's system has proven effective in the playoffs. All right, so being from Seattle. I know there's not really a team that you could adopt for your own, but where do you see yourself most um, cheering for? Like, what team do you find yourself cheering for the most? Well, growing up, I was a Celtics fan. I enjoyed watching the Celtics-Lakers battle, and I'll always like the Celtics. Um, but to be honest, since I am from Seattle and don't have a team really to root for, I like to root for players. And one of my favorite players of the last couple of years has been um, Kawhi Leonard. So obviously you can see that's why I think the Clippers are going to be pretty good. And I might have, I may have a little bias because of his playoff run he had last year. But um, so I would say the Celtics are probably the team that I always want to see do good. But like I said, I root for players, and that's why, especially like I said, the Clippers they. I just think they have it all this year. They got dogs. They got shooters. They got just two lockdown, a lot of lockdown defenders, actually. They got Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly. They got the Beast coming off the bench, Montrez Harrell. I mean, they got Sweet Lou coming off the bench. I mean, second best sixth man to ever play. So I'd put Jamal Crawford at number one, to be honest. So, yeah, the Clippers are the team I'm rooting for this year, and – so in the West, the Clippers, and the East, I would be going for the Celtics this year. All right, and who do you – this is a question for both of you. Um, we'll start off with Hank. Who do you think will end up with that eighth seed? Do you think the Pelicans could come back and maybe take that, being only, what is it, five or six games behind um, the Grizzlies? And if they did pop up into the playoff contention and knock the Grizzlies out – would you think Zion could take um, Rookie of the Year from um, John Morant? Or do you think he already cemented himself as maybe Rookie of the Year? 
So this same kind of thing happened last year with uh, Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Trey Young was hurt for a lot of the season, came back around All-Star break, and then just went off. <clears throat> but Luka had a really good year his whole year. So people were saying Trey Young deserves the MVP. I mean, the Rookie of the Year, sorry. And so does Luka Doncic, and they should co-Rookie of the Year, the trophy. But <clears throat> I think John Morant... He's he's drafted into a team. They just lost. They traded their franchise point guard. Nobody expected them to be good this year. You know Zion has all the hype. He like their team still has really good players. Like they made the playoffs um, for like a couple years now. But I just think I don't think John Morant's gonna slow down his play. I think um, that Jaw will get the rookie of the year for playing the whole year. Like if he stays healthy, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to agree with Hank on that one. That's a pretty good comparison to Trey Young and Luka Doncic, um, you know, rookie of the year race last year. I, I would definitely agree. John Morant, I think Zion's going to do work the rest of the season. I mean, you can already see he's an effective player. He, no one can, I mean, when he goes to the rim, it's just like Carmelo. Yeah, he had 31 last night. And like Carmelo Anthony said, it's his combination of size, power, and. I mean, his just sheer athleticism, it's it's tough to compare him to any player other than, I mean, I would say LeBron coming into the league, although I would say LeBron was just a better player overall just because he could, you know, he could really get his own shot, and I don't think Zion quite has that yet, but um, I, just John Morant, like Hank pointed out, coming to a team where no one thought they were going to do anything, and then game after game, he's just been showing improvement. He's been, I mean, you can see, you can see just that when some players come into the league, they just have that X factor that they you know they want to make the big shots. They're gonna make the big shots. They have that clutch gene. And John Morant has proven this year he's hit some daggers. He's he's not afraid of anyone. I mean he's already gotten into trash talk with Stephen Curry on Twitter. I mean what what rookie is gonna come in and start start beef or trash talk the one of the best players in the league? And to me, I mean, do I think it's smart? Is it something I would do if I was in the NBA? Probably not. But you know. That's what makes him special. He's not afraid of anything, and I mean, I'm excited to watch him for the rest of his career because, to me, he reminds me a little bit of a young Derrick Rose that can shoot better, and probably a little bit of a passer. All right, final question for both of you guys. Obviously, I'm a Thunder fan. Had to bring it up. Um, so obviously, we lost both our big superstars, Russ and Paul George. And we still see them in the playoff contention, even losing both those guys. How do you feel that this new Thunder team has done, and how? And do you think they could end up um, finishing it off in the playoffs? So, yeah, like you said, they've surprised a lot of people. You know, everyone thought Chris Paul was going to demand a trade, and. Like, after losing the two big guys, they're going to be done. But they've been balling out this year. Um, Shea's been having an amazing year. Chris Paul has been playing really good. Schroeder coming off the bench. Like, they have their system, and it's working. And, it, like, they're only a game down from sixth place right now. And um, they have a few games on Memphis in that seventh seed. So the way they're playing, um, coming into the – all-star break, I think they're going to keep it up. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Maybe finish that sixth, seventh seed. Maybe drop down to eighth if they have a bad stretch. But <clears throat> I think they can really give like a few of the teams 
a run for their money in the seven game series. Yeah, I think I didn't think the Thunder were going to be that good this year, but I mean, I think Chris Paul is just on a mission to prove to people that you know he's still one of the best point guards in the league, and he's just a floor general that you know just gets his team wins. I mean, you look back a couple years ago when the Rockets were against the Warriors in the um, Western Conference Finals, that was the only team when the Warriors had their big three or big four, if you want to say big four. Um, they were the only team to really challenge them in the playoffs and. They had them in a game seven, and um, <clears throat> you know if they wanted to miss twenty-seven straight threes in that game, then uh, they they could have been the only team to knock off that Warriors dynasty. Um, so I, that's what I think. I think Chris Paul is. I think he's just out to prove that you know he's still got something to prove, and that's why I think I think they are gonna you know remain in the playoffs. I, I really like Shea Gilders Alexander. Um, I really like Chris Paul. I really like uh, Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench. Stephen Adams has always been a good solid player, and. I do think they. Uh, I do think they're going to end up in the playoffs at the end of the year. All right, thank you both for coming on to the show. Um, stay tuned, everybody, for episode three of the Boneyard, and we'll see you next time.